As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome to MGP 282. I'm Kev, and with me as ever, this sheepdog Anna and Pab. Say hello, boys and girls. Hello. Hello. An hour and 48 minutes I've been waiting to do that intro. This has been uh, this has been a challenge, Pab. Yeah. Are you um, an owl, Kev? Well, I said 282. It doesn't work quite so well. Uh, and don't make the world think that that's your joke. That's my <laughs> best joke ever. I've waited five years for the moment when Pab's, because Pab gives me the episode number before we start recording every week, because remembering numbers is beneath me. And he just tells me the number just before I do the intro. And he said, 282. And I said, are you an owl, Pab? And oh, my goodness me, there was laughter for a long time. It was It was sensational. I'm still I, laughing on the inside. Aren't Blood. we all? Good. Very good. But yeah, um, we need a better solution than Discord. I can't believe we're six years into this. But is it six years into this podcast now? Seven or eight years into podcasting in general. And we still are opening shows by saying, look, we can't get the computer to work properly. Can we? Out- Does anyone know how to do podcasts right? We've done more podcasts that we must be over six or seven hundred episodes of podcasts in general at this point. We still don't know how to do it. I'm I'm very frustrated with the world right now. I want to go to bed. How are we all? <laughs> all right. Yeah, good. On this fine week as well. It's a fine week. It's always a fine week. Is it? Has it been a fine week? You had a good it one? has been a fine week. It's been fine until until this until this stupid Discord idiot, which I was fighting with Discord all yesterday morning as well, and Maybe now I'm fighting with it again. Board. I just need I'm. I've decided Discord is my nemesis. I'm taking it down. Make Kevcord. I'm not going to make a... I'm, I'm more of a destructive person than a creative person. I'm just going to tear this one down and see what emerges in its wake. I'm not going to create something better myself. That sounds like a lot of work. Hmm. I'm just going to make it my you, personal mission to destroy Discord. Do you think that they destroyed something when they created Discord? Isn't that like... It just feel, it feels like they've just made it... Did They thought... Right, who uses Discord mostly? Oh, gamers. I know. We're going to make it so it's impossible for two people to play a game together and have their microphones under their own control. 
<laughs> Idiots. Oh. Mm, there's about to be something. We just haven't done enough research on Google that. Hangouts on Air doesn't exist anymore. Skype's rubbish. We need a better solution. I'm very close to just packing up, moving to Bolton so that we can sit in Pab's kitchen and do this as a group. We're all going to come and live with you, Pab. Oh, good lordy. Okay. We've got your address now after those Christmas presents. We know where you live. So we might yeah. just, I'm going to sling everything into the back of a van and we're going to come and live in your or sleep on your bedroom floor yeah yeah it'll be great well i'll sleep all on right. the bed you can sleep on the floor oh all right okay, i'm older than you okay, i'm older than you fine. and i've had back trouble right right okay that's fine yeah we're on board with that good can't we just host meetings on join.me or something and somehow record those meetings I don't understand your business speak now, Sheepdog. What are you trying to sell me now? <laughs> it's, like a, it's a free conference call thing. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. Feels like feels like you're trying to sell me something. No, it's something I use at work. Well read between the lines there, but um, it's free. <laughs> I use it to conference call people. I don't know if you can record it, but... And I happen to have this coupon code. No, it's free. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> it's free for the first six months, and then only eight, eight nine a month. Well, why don't we do that? Let's cancel this and go and do that. Can we, can we get, can we just get all the listeners to come and join our meeting and they can just turn their microphones off? We'll just talk for an hour and then leave. Can't they all just meet us at the Royal Apollo? At every Pab's. Week? We'll meet, we'll meet everyone at Pab's house. Hold on. I'll read out. Does he live at the Apollo? Hang on. His address is on my phone. I'll read it out. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Surely. Well, the Albert Hall. What? What? Are you, what? Are you, what? I don't know. What? Right. Pabs just be at the Albert Hall every week and broadcast Can we do that? There. Can we do well, that? We can just shout really loud. Well, yeah, we might have to at this point. Can't anyway. find his address. It'll be on Amazon somewhere. I'll put it, I'll dig it out and put it in the description. No, you won't. <laughs> what, have we, what have we been up to this week then? I've already said, I've been destroying Discord. Fighting with Discord all week. What have I done this week? I feel like I've done nothing. I probably haven't done anything, to be fair. Not even played games? Oh, uh, yeah. Nowhere near as much as I'd liked, but I have played some games. <laughs> and what games have you played, Pam? Uh, it's like getting blood from a stone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, I've played a little bit more Assassin's Creed. I've got to just past Cleopatra now, I think. Is that before after their title sequence? That is after. That is quite a bit after now. I'm well into it now. Okay. Still only about f- probably at five, five like zones in the world open at about twenty. But I'm I'm moving through it now. I've got. I think my mission. I'm going to have to do some chariot racing at some point, which I'm not happy about. This could build a new boats for me, Kev. Why is there chariot racing? Assassin's Creed's really lost its way. It's chariot racing because. The Romans are in are in, in town, and Romans and Greeks are in town. Yeah, what's that got to do with assassinating people? It's a side quest. It's not like a main quest of attack, getting getting your enemies. It's just like a side quest where well, don't do it then. Where your old mate is now now a chariot racer, and he says, "Oh, you you were ever any good at it anyway?" He's like, "Yeah, you're all right, mate, if you say so." So yeah, you got to like prove him wrong now. I think that's what it seems like anyway. But it's not. It's not the best. It seems a bit squirrely, to be fair. Chariot racing. Just don't do it. Uh, I might not. But rise above I'm... him. You know, if I said to Kev, "You're, you know, you're always rubbish at chariot racing, Kev," 
He's not going to spend 10 hours grinding chariot racing to prove me wrong, is Sheep he? Sheepdog, you mentioned the word accordion, and I've now got one on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> <laughs> You're picking on the wrong person there. <laughs> Please get it, buy it. Have you seen um, someone posted earlier? There's a, a thing of um, all of Donald Trump's speeches where he moves his arms about, and they've just put an accordion in the, in the video so that every time his hands move together, it plays the accordion. Very clever stuff. There's some IT nerds out there who have too much spare time on their hands, but a lot of creativity. Hmm. Of course there is. Sounds good to me. Um, so, yeah. So I've played some more Assassin's Creed, and I continue to enjoy it. I, I'm, the only reason I'm doing this, the, the chariot racing game is because I'm sort of like going around every single area that I unlock and just systematically going through all the question marks and just finding everything and doing everything. Um, it's that sort of game to me at the minute where I've just got to unlock do everything in each area first before I go to the next zone. Um, so it's 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 time consuming, but it's enjoyable at the same time. So, uh, what else have I played? I'll tell you what we've been doing this week. I've been playing a lot of um, GTA Five. I don't know why GTA Five's come back into like our friend, like my friend's social. Like, just, just I don't know why, but I don't know why. Um, there is a new heist out, the new, the new Doomsday heist out, uh, which is costing me a small fortune. Because uh, I think it costs 1.2 million GTA dollars to buy the facility to unlock the, the heist. Um, which I just about had that much money anyway, so it didn't really cost me any actual real world money. Um, and then it, every then every single setup and stuff like that cost like 65 to 95 grand and i'm the only one who can do it because i've bought the facility everyone else is just in for it and just getting paid come what may um but heist are the best thing about gta online gta online is is it's got a bit toxic to be fair there's loads of hackers everywhere and stuff like that so he's forever just praying to be in a private server um but the actual heists are in private service, so it's so it's fine, and it's good. It's good stuff. The actual heists are, like I say, what pull you into GTA Online. It makes what makes it really cool. Um, I, I found them a bit irritating and samey and annoying that people would come in and ruin my fun. I don't think I ever did one. I think I played it online once. I don't think the heists were out. Dog smash up the car, and yeah. that was about it. Yeah, see, I don't think the heists were in for a, for a long time. No, maybe that's. I don't think you haven't played them, Sheepdog, probably, because because no, they're all they're all like private server sort of things. Once you're in a heist, you, you it's only join you and your team. In some building like a mission, though, surely, like the yeah, the, it is, GTA. but it's not easy. It's like it's like play. It's like oh. doing a GTA heist, but with multiple people and multiple. There's multiple like prep missions where you've got to like get get the equipment to do this. Then there's a setup missions, and there's like. A number. Of, I think there was like three prep missions, three setup missions, then the actual sec, like part one of the heist. And now, now there's like I think there's like three sections of this this heist to go through. Um, I mean this one, this this first section of the heist that I've done. I've only got to the first done the first section of the heist involves uh, flying DeLorean cars, um, which is really cool. It's a really cool thing in that game where they got flying DeLoreans. Um, and, the, and the trailers I might have showed jetpacks, so there's going to be jetpacks at a certain point as well in this heist. But yeah, 
we're playing that. We're doing some more. There's umpteen different ways to get money in that game. So we're doing lots of races at the minute to kind of recoup, you know, costs and stuff. So we're having a lot of fun playing races and all the different uh, adversary modes and all that sort of thing that's going on in that game. There's loads of stuff. There's so much stuff in that game. It's no wonder they're not making more DLC for, you know, single player because the money is to be made in GTA Online and the amount of content in there is just frightening. The amount of different things you can do in that game is, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, A new game I've played this week. It's Tekken 7. I've started playing Tekken again. Why? Why? Is that, is that the, the human version of Pokken? Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm aware of the that, human yeah. version of Pokken. I've heard about that, yeah. Um, honest, yeah. I've heard a lot of people talking very good things about Tekken 7 this year, or last year, as it were, when it came out. And everyone said it, 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 it got highly praised in like people's like end-of-year game awards. Uh, so I was curious to play it, and... It's a fighting game. I like. I kind of didn't. I'm not into fighting games anymore. Uh, since probably what Street Fighter Two, but I have that. I'm getting that same feeling of Street Fighter Two when I'm playing it. I'm just sort of like, just mashing buttons like a maniac. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, mashing buttons like a maniac and getting really annoyed when I get beat. Um, and it's it's got a pretty decent story in it this time as well. So it's kind of pushing you through the game. You like you, you have a cut scene and then you then you sort of it seamlessly just goes into a fight and then you come out to cut and similar to something like um, Injustice did. Is it Injustice did that? Didn't it? Keep dog, am I right? What, uh, what when it when it what? Sorry. Right, it'd like you'd like you have a cut scene and it just sort of take you into a fight, wouldn't it? And then you go out yeah. to fight into another cut scene. It's it's like that. Um, so I'm going to carry on playing that. There's, there's some really bad like voiceover work in it. For, like there's like a it's it's. The story's over, like the story of um, a a journalist telling the story, sort of thing. But the journalist is—it's like someone put it into a computer, and the computer is just auto speaking mm-hmm. the lines. It's so bad, but everything else in it is fine. All the all the other voiceovers fine. It's just this like really dreary journalist that's just speaking so monotone. It's it kind of ruins it, but it's all right for what it is story um and I, I might go online but i imagine i'll get me i'll get like absolute beating on online because i'm not i'm actually i don't know how to play these fighting games I just mash the buttons and hope, hope for the best <laughs> so we'll see now the last one i've played is a game called have you heard of this hq trivia have i mentioned this before no hq trivia is do you remember one versus 100 yeah yeah, but it was live. Yeah. So this is a live quiz show on your phones, which happens twice a day in the weeks and once at twice once a day at weekends. Um, where you have a number where you have I think every single day of this week it's been two thousand dollars up for up for grabs. Um, and you answer the twelve questions, you win a share of the of the money. Uh, it's that simple, but there is actually it's actually live being broadcast live on on this app. So there's an actual person on your screen reading the questions out to you, <laughs> um, and it's insane. It is it is bonkers. I mean, at weekend there were I think it was twenty grand up for grabs. So um, you're rich now, are you? you no, no, no. I, I I don't get past question five. Well, it weeds wow. out the simpletons pretty quick. Um. But like that, there's like close to a million people at a time playing this, 
So it's got to weed out some people to get to get down. Because I mean, I think you know earlier in the week when I played it, like what, yes, last night maybe, I think there was like ever two grand pot. People came out with fifty five dollars each, <laughs> which isn't isn't uh, isn't great, but it isn't bad either. Just for playing a game which takes what twelve to fifteen minutes. Most other games don't make you money, do they? No, exactly. And I don't know how to I don't know how they're giving you the money. I don't know how to make. It's it's made by the people who who, who invented Vine, um, so they get they're getting the money from somewhere, sponsorships or whatever it is. Venture um, capitalists. But it go it does go straight out to your you go straight out to your PayPal account. You just put you 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 know put your email address for what your PayPal is, and it just sends it to you straight away. So I don't know. I I've, I'm kind of hooked to it. It's, it's all in American time, so that's the other problem. So it's on at 8, 8 p.m. here and 2 a.m. here. It's like 12 and 5 their times in America. But I keep getting messages saying it's coming to the U.K. And it did. There was, there was a 3 p.m. one on in the week, which was U.K. only, I think. So they might be bringing actual U.K. ones over at some point. So they're not silly times. Do you yeah. have a referral code, little fella? Because I'm uh, signing the, up. The, uh, is it? It's asking yeah. me for your referral code. I can get your referral code. Read it out on read it out on the podcast as well. Then everyone who signs up can use your referral code. Uh, is there anything in it for you for you referring? Yeah, because every time you get a, every time someone refer, uses a referral code, you get an extra life. And if you look, if you, once once you get the question wrong, you use a life. Uh, if you okay. don't have any life, you don't. Oh, there you go. You then read out your referral code then, because I want it. And uh, um, I don't. What's this game called? It's called H- HQ Trivia. I don't know where my referral code is. I'm well, sure it's just Pab1986. Well, let me try then. Um, oh, I had this uh, on my phone and got and deleted it. Why? Because I'm not free at 8 o'clock to sit there and play. Yeah, oh, that's okay. the thing. It's, it's, on, it's on like 8 and 2 in the morning. Yeah, but I, I'm if, not available does, at 8. Yeah, I, I forget it most days. Uh, so you're just, saying if we stay up till 2, we can have a crack at it? I might stay up until two tonight and have a go. HQ Trivia. Yeah. Did that work by any chance? Yes. Yeah, it worked. All right. There you go and see. So you're now... 1986. Yeah. Why not? Which is also your Twitter handle, I believe. Yeah. Referral code, Pab1986. There it is. Which is also your name on Twitter. Yeah, it is. There you go. So every, every time someone refers, it gives you an extra life. So if you use a referral code, whatever it is, Lelujo, is it Lelujo? I've just tweeted it, so mine's yeah. Lelujo. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. So, I mean, you'll get an extra life. So if you get the question wrong, you don't You don't instantly, go, you know. I mean, I guess we'll, ne- we'll never know if that's true because I don't plan on getting any questions wrong. Well, I don't lose that as well. I mean, the questions at the start are insane. Like, it is, how, like how the hell are these people picking that? the answers that they, they are picking? They are so blatantly obvious. Well, surely they can just Google it, can't they? You yeah, have ten. You have, you, have, you, have, you have ten seconds from when she starts reading the questions. So you have about five seconds. Okay. What you're answering. You wait. They're going to be making a, a new film called Sheepdog Millionaire. It's going to be about <laughs> how I ended up with all these questions. Yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. Flashbacks you... to Kev going. You shouldn't mix fertilizer with acid. It'll blow up the university. Top of yes. the all-time leaderboards made six thousand dollars. I don't think yeah. you're going to be a millionaire. Yeah. You bloody weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's Third see. place is on fifteen hundred dollars. I think it takes a long time to make decent money at it. 
you wait. Yeah, because I mean, you've got to imagine there's all oh. there's all on the twenty twenty grand ones. There's over a million. There's over a million playing for two grand. So yeah, but... twenty grand. There's there's absolutely tons of people. Would I convince so... them all that I'm tweeting the right answers, but I'm actually tweeting the wrong answers? Yeah, uh, there you go. Very yeah. clever. You've got them now. Got them all. There you go. I'm going to. Guy, well I'm just going to sit in the background of Sheepdog's house, coughing every time he has a question come up. <laughs> well, that's what we did. We we were on, I were on Discord with everyone, all my friends, and we were just like, right, okay, we're all on. Just we'll just group this. Everyone just we'll just. Come so through. you're you're telling me that your entire friendship group couldn't get past the fifth round? Oh no, we, it, it's because some questions are American. Like based something, there was something about a certain type of ice cream. Is it Ben and Jerry's Hagen Dars or something else? And I was like, I haven't got a clue. They're, they're both brands that are available here, Pab. No, no, but it was it was a specific thing in an, a Ben and Jerry, like a, an actual store, uh, a Ben and Jerry's yeah. store or Hagen Dars. Top one hundred on this, you only have to make two hundred and fifty quid dollars. Quid yeah. dollars, all right. You're now realising you're probably not going to become a millionaire. Oh, I'll be a Japanese millionaire. That's true. I'm almost a Japanese millionaire in Persona Five now. It's the it's my main. Got, there's I'm on the final stretch of this game. See what I've see segued in straight into this. I know, yeah, I saw it. I pab, saw it. pab, Pab, we're talking about yes. Persona Five now. I'm okay. in the final stretch, and I could just race fast, race past all of the shadows. And just go to the end now, but I'm not because I'm on eight hundred thousand yen, and I am desperate to become a Japanese millionaire before I finish it. So I am stopping and doing every single battle along the way to pick up my two hundred and fifty yen for each one. And if I do, if I get all the way through and I still haven't got enough, I'm just fast traveling back to the start of this final palace, and I'm going through the whole thing again and repeating the process. I will be able to tweet. I became a Japanese millionaire in Persona 5 before I'm done. That's that's, that's my main motivation at this point. But I am still... taking you to get to the end of this? On the save, it reckons 65 hours, but there's been a couple of times I've died and had to go back and replay areas. So I would guess I'm probably looking at between 70 and 80 hours. So not as much as I expected, really. No, you said hundreds, didn't you, before, when you were expecting Yeah. I mean, I'm not close to doing everything that's in it, and the nature of how Persona games work means that once I, once I get to the end, that's it. it. The only way to go back and do the other branches of the story that I could do is to do the new game plus, because it's just not possible to complete everything on one playthrough. So there's about nine or ten no, I think there's there's eight people you can have as your girlfriend. In total, there's about 20 different confidants that you can have. And I've only managed to level three of them up to 10 that aren't the ones that just happened through the main story. So for me to see every storyline, because each of them has a different like side quest story thing to level them up. So for me to see all of them, I would have to play for it probably two more times, wow. which I'm not going to do because I'm not an idiot. I'm not insane. But I think it's fair to say at this point, even though I bought the £70 limited edition of this game, I think I've probably got my money's worth already at less than yeah. a pound an hour at this point. Yeah, I mean, you're only buying it for that so they make more kind of thing, aren't you? And, cause you yeah, know. I'm 
I'm you're desperate not. for I'm desperate for another one of these. It's just a shame that they're so they take so long to make because they are so massive and it's all very carefully crafted and beautiful and nicely acted and the soundtrack is brilliant and it'll be another four or five years before we get another one of these and it's it's annoying that my very favourite games are the ones that take so long to make. Like I'm desperate for Elder Scrolls Six, which I've been waiting for for six or seven years now, or whatever it is. I'm desperate for another one of these just as I finish it, and I'm I'm already starting to do that thing that I did at the end of Persona Four, where I'm starting to look around and think, what else is there for me in this world of video games? Gravity and, Rush. Oh, that's what I moved <laughs> on to last time, and it was rubbish. But I just found PlayStation Four, isn't it? Yeah, but it was rubbish on the Vita. Yeah, it's just trash game. It's different though. No. Yeah, no, but I don't. I don't want something that's just a way to pass the time. I want something that. I mean, you've seen the difference in how I play Persona Five compared to any other console game in the last two years. I'm desperate to get on the console. I'm playing it every night. I'm. I'm just completely absorbed in it and loving it. And I haven't been like that about a video game for years. And I, I, it probably would have been something like Skyrim. Oh, no, Dragon Age, whatever the latest Dragon Age was. That was the last game I got like this about. Yeah, that was the last one. So when was that? Two, three years ago now? Three. And then before that, it was probably Skyrim and Persona 4. So we're going back sort of four years, and I've had maybe three games that I've really, really, really loved. And I want more. But I don't. It just doesn't look like there's anything out there for me. I don't want to go and play Assassin's Creed, or you know, whatever other trash they've got out there. It's just the same thing over and over again. I want something cool and will awesome. You, uh, will you be getting into Red Dead Two in May, shooting people's donkeys? I'll play it for. I mean, to me, that would be the same as Grand Theft Auto. I'll play it through. It'll take me whatever it takes me, fifteen, twenty hours, and then I'll never touch it again, just like with Grand Theft Auto. So yeah. well, that's sensible, though. Like you, want... it is, but it's not. Uh, it's not an all-encompassing epic like Persona Five has yeah. been. I'm just looking. I'm, at I'm actually tempted to start Zelda on the Wii U, the Breath of the whatever it is yeah, one that everyone's raving about. I'm thinking maybe that's my next port of call. But I've never really liked Zelda games. But I keep. I've been reading some reviews about it. People saying it's more like a Skyrim game than a Zelda oh, yeah. game. Yeah. So that's making me think, oh, if it's actually, if, it, if it's, there was one that said it was the best Elder Scrolls game they've ever played. And, oh, <laughs> I'm now tempted. I've been ignoring this, the existence of this for a year because I've never liked Zelda. But if this is actually a good Elder Scrolls game, I might have to give this a bash. So that might be what I move on to next. But I'm I'm getting the, the end of game blues because I don't want to finish Persona 5. I'm going to be very sad about it. Can't you um, jump in and get a Switch or something? And I don't need a Switch. No. We've already got Zelda on the Wii U. A Switch is not like required. Mario and stuff like that. Huh? I feel like Mario Odyssey and stuff like that. Again, I've never. I don't think I've ever finished a Mario game on console. I've, I've finished the ones They're on the really DS. They're really finishing now, are they? They're for playing until you reach your cap and then retiring. Yeah, but my cap's really low because I'm not very good at games. Yeah. I need it to be New Super Mario Brothers on the DS that's easy and holds your hand and lets you through to the end. I just get every Mario game I've ever played on, any, on every console. It's just ended in frustration and left a bit of taste in the mouth. I usually get to the last boss in Sonic and Mario games and just basically give up 
and never look back. So I don't know how these games end. I know how Mario World ends, but I don't know how some Sonic games end. But other than that, I just assume they have a big party. They end with uh, Mario dying, and then he regenerates into the next the next Mario in line, ready for the next game. But he always dies at the end. It's their it's their gimmick. Does he just burst into flames or something? Well, he gets the princess out of the castle, and then she just knifes him in the heart because it was all a ruse. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was the ultimate? That is it. No one's ever finished a Mario game, so no one That could be how they end. Yeah, I don't think anyone has ever. That's that's probably true. I bet we'll just see wave after wave of people tweeting us this weekend going, I've never completed them either. <laughs> they probably don't finish them. It's like when they mark your university essays and they just <laughs> assume. Everyone's assuming they have an ending, but no one's actually seen it. Wouldn't surprise anybody. But yeah, the the general point of that little speech was please tweet at me games that I should move on to next because I've enjoyed having a console game to play a game. For, I mean, I've spent a year and a half of doing nothing but Football Manager and FIFA and wrestling games. It's been really fun having a story game to follow. It was exciting. It was as exciting as being in The Last of Us again or, you know, these things that were just brilliant. And I want that. And I think that's what's frustrated me so much about gaming in the last couple of years. It's not that I don't like gaming anymore. It's that there aren't enough of the games I want anymore. I'm really picky about what I want. I've become a video game hipster. <laughs> did, did you did you play or, well, did you finish or at least play Uncharted 4? No, but I, did, I mean, I had played the first like 90 minutes of it and it just felt like Uncharted 1, 2 and 3. And... I don't. It's it, that then immediately puts it into the same pile as Assassin's Creed. I've, I'm sure this it, is a perfectly good game, but I've played it. it does before. feel like you just said, "Have you tried vanilla ice cream?" <laughs> All right, sheepdog. What have you got? I don't know. A turd sandwich. Anything's better than just going for vanilla every time, isn't it? I don't know. Well, a turd sandwich is better than vanilla. We'll try well, that. Yeah, but at least for ice cream. We'll least, have an ice cream. You can have a turd sandwich. At least a I turd sandwich is going to make some sort of emotion in you. But playing a generic, uncharted, yeah, he doesn't Creed. like it because he still says Destiny. it wrong. That's why he doesn't. Yeah. Like yeah. It. Have you way. tried Destiny? I, I, you know what? It's just me. I wouldn't suggest that. Well, I'm just saying. Have you tried drinking water, Kevin? And I, t- I tell you what the thing I really, really like about Persona is. It's that there's... <laughs> it's going to make me seem like the worst game in the world, because I am. But there's not really any skill involved. It's all it's all turn-based. It's all about thinking. It go, And it put that puts it in the same category as the stuff like Telltale Games, like Football Manager, like the stuff that I love the very most. There is, at no point is it reliant on me being able to shoot someone accurately or time a jump correctly <laughs> or do something faster than somebody else. It The whole game, the whole 70 or 80 hours of it has just been me making decisions and choices and that then affects how things happen and the outcome of the game. I know there's not millions of endings on Persona 5, but my route to the ending has been different to what someone else's route would be because I've chosen which players I want to build up my um, confidant rating with. So my combination of high-powered personas is going to be different to what someone else's would be, which means I then have to take a different tactic into the battle. But ultimately, the battle is still turn-based. It's all about thinking and making decisions. That's cool because I'm rubbish at 
shooting and running and jumping and video games. So I need I need something like that. As well as it needs an epic story, it needs to be absorbing, but it also needs to require little or no skill. I'm quite specific about what I'm after. Mm. Yeah, that's so just start playing specific. Final Fantasy games then. <laughs> Give it there, just no. I, I wasn't really suggesting that. What was that one that I played for a while, Anna? The one with the weird football game in. I don't know. Ten underwater football. I was playing it on the Vita. Final yeah. Fantasy Ten, Anna. I probably got I probably got ten or fifteen hours into that. It was all right, but it just I think it got to the point where I got stuck somewhere. Mm. So yeah, again, I don't want to have to think too much. I don't want to have to oh I do not want to have to solve puzzles. Oh, the new no. one the new one. The new one doesn't have any puzzles or thinking in it. It's good. I like not the turn based though, is it? Mm. Oh yeah, good point. You have to walk around while you fight. Yeah, I see. I'm not interested. It's going to be very, very specific if someone manages to find something for me. What I'm, what I'm tempted to do is just take a blow to the head and replay Persona Five. Get back into Telltale. Get the Guardians of the Galaxy one. I, I've carried on playing that. Well, I've still really got like, like five or six Telltale games that I haven't finished, so I probably yeah, could. I, I feel like the Walking Dead ones were a bit. Uh, and I've um... done them, but I've got the Borderlands one. I've got the Game of Thrones one. I've oh, okay. got the Batman one, and they're all just I've sort got of the sat Batman there. One. I'm yeah, I've played like one episode of each of them, and they're fine. They're but no, yeah. yeah, but nothing hooks me in the way The Walking Dead one, in the way The Wolf Among Us did, and the way Persona Five has. So the I, I need I need it to move on a level and be better than what came before. And I think they're just as good as, and it's not anything new anymore. I kind of know how mm. to do a Telltale game. They love a season one, don't they? They don't really uh, <laughs> yeah. don't really go any deeper. Um, I I tried this week. I mean, I played games that I've talked about a million times before. Like, um, I don't know if you might have seen on FT uh, on FTL on Twitter. I was playing FTL and tweeting about it the other day. Um, I managed to get to the final boss and almost beat it this time for the first time ever. And um, I was heartbroken because I I don't I only dip in and out of it every now and again. And um, I this game procedurally generates stories basically. And most of the stories are quite blank and and neutral, and it's just trying to 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 hammer something together, but it doesn't. And every now and again, it just fires out like a completely random circumstance that I ended up with a, with all of my crew dying or being left on planets except for one guy, and he made it through like three worlds. And I'd created this epic tale about Liam flying through space just on his own beating the odds and then he made a bad decision and blew up um but then i I played one that went right way through to um as i say the final bus and i i I sat there i got so excited because i thought i was going to do it i killed the bus and then it flew away and i had to fight it another time and clarky tells me clarky snap from that podcast he does the confessional one um that you have to fight it three times to beat it so uh when i went to fight it again it killed me and i'm heartbroken but um, aside from that, I tried to do something new. Um, my son has been watching, I say new, not brand new, it's in a new game, but new for me. My son's been watching um, people play Minecraft, uh, what's it called? Um, Pixelmon, that's it. It's a Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been watching it all week religiously. Um, he's proper into it. And so I thought, well, why don't I get it on my Mac and 
I'll try and get it working. It took forever to get working. I hate yeah. I hate gaming on non-console stuff. I want it just on a disc. I'm telling it to Kev from about four years ago. Um, I was just really annoyed that it wasn't just clicking a button and it started working after it had downloaded. Um, I started this up for my son. And do you remember years ago, I used to get incredibly, incredibly motion sick just trying to play shooting games. I must have sat with my son for half an hour, an hour playing this and... I was trying to get the controls to work and I think I tried to go left and it didn't move and I tried to go forward and it went left and it just went a bit funny and I, I must have spent about an hour and a half, two hours laying in a dark room completely rigid. This is today, the dark room bit. I didn't think I was going to be on the show at one point because I was so sick from vertigo. I, I was just knocked out. I was just wrecked. I, just, I tried to put the kids to bed and I couldn't do it. I, just, I got up and just staggered into the bedroom and laid down. And um, I was just like laying on the sofa and it got to like nine o'clock. And I'm thinking, oh, I've, I've got to, I've got to just get over it. Um, it made me so ill. I don't know how to play this without, <laughs> without basically. It sounds dying. like you probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, I need to try and program a controller to work with it. That's what I think. but. I, I don't think I should. Yeah. Whereas my son's like, I want to play more of it. It's exactly what he's looking for. It's like a Minecraft world. He can walk around with and all the Pokemon that exist are, are running wild in, in Minecraft. And they all look pretty good. I'm quite impressed with it as an add on. Um, you know, it, it runs on the latest version of Minecraft and it's constantly being updated and reskinned. And, you know, there's a big community around it. I'm sure everyone's heard of Pixelmon. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. And it wasn't that hard to install. It was just I had to learn how to do it. But a bit I'm of faffing, quite, yeah. faffing with it, yeah. But you, I'm quite you impressed. Yeah. I just need. I, I think if I had a controller, and I it took me too long to figure out how to talk to. Oh, hang on, I'm getting the cramp in my leg. Ouch. Um. Oh, Jesus! He just tried to play the game again. Yeah. <laughs> cramp. I'm falling apart. Um, I don't know if I'm talking to my mic right. Ow, Jesus. Well, you sound very southern and grunty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Um... <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, that's cheered um... me up no end after the Discord run. <laughs> but, um, no, it looks really cool. Like, they've built all these little Pokemon towns and you talk to people and all of the characters are, are there from the game, but then I wander into like the, the long grass or whatever. And there's like giant Pokemon just wandering around. And my son just thought it was amazing. So I'm going to try and see if they have controller support and then I'm going to sit him in front of it. Cause tomorrow um, it's my daughter's birthday thing that her birthday was the other week and she's got some friends coming over. So I'm thinking me and my son are basically relegated to, stay out of the way for 24 hours and um i'm thinking if i sit him in front of that and i sleep because i won't be able to watch it if i watch it i'll die so um i'll just sleep while he plays it i think um he he will love it father of the year but if so going back to kev's like request if someone knows a way for me to not die then I'll, i'll sit with him but um my plan is to put that on, to put Pokemon films on, and if we need to go outside, we'll go and do some Pokemon raids. It's going to be a Pokemon day. Um, I just need to keep him entertained for 24 hours while our house gets destroyed. Splendid. Um, Anna, what have you been playing? Not a lot. That's not true. You've been playing the same game really rather a lot. Yeah, but not, not, I haven't played a lot of things. 
Just one thing. Just one thing a lot. Yeah, would you like to tell us about that one thing? <laughs> um, I can do. You probably um, should. So I was reading. I'm still playing it now. Um, Divinity Original Sin 2 on the PC. For yeah. 50 hours. Fit what? <laughs> what, this week? Yeah. How? I didn't realise you'd played that much. Yeah. How? Genuinely how? Because Rue's poorly, so he, when he's in bed, I pop it on. Okay. And he's been in bed a lot, and I stay up till really early in the morning, and then I'm tired. Okay. But I, I, it's like, you play it, and you're like, oh, just play, just uh, just pass this part. Then the story gets interesting, so you need to, to carry it on. <laughs> or, or there's like a treasure chest that you want to do, or you get into a fight because fights are not short in this game. They are long, and sometimes they are very hard. Um, but yeah, so I played one on the Xbox. Yeah. Um, we got it years ago. I didn't really like it, and then I played it again. I think like last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I played quite a lot of it. But then I started uni, and I and I. Didn't go back to it, and then two came out in September. And again, I played a bit of it. it was like I, have, I can't, I've got no time. I've got uni work to do, so I didn't play it. I, I played, I started it. I got uh, to a boat, so you you basically land on an island uh, because you're taken prisoner, and you have to get off that island. And I managed to do that with great difficulty because I was like, oh god, this is all new. I've not played it on PC before. Because it is keyboard, I, I do. I found out now it is um, controller compatible. But now I've got used to using the keyboard with it. I'm all right with the keyboard. It's not you move with like the mouse, so it's like click. Yeah, you point and move. Yeah, um, which is which I can do, and I, I just it's good. I like the fact that you can pick your like your different classes. You can pick it like. The way you pick your team is basically you meet them on the first boat that you're on and then you can pick and choose through the whole first act, I believe, who you want like pri- primarily in in your class. I, I made a mistake because there was one person I wanted and I didn't find them and I didn't get them. So now I'm, I'm stuck with the team I have, which I'm not bothered about now because I'm used to them, but I did want the guy... But I couldn't find him on the boat at the time. But I know he is there. It's just I, I was playing it. I just wanted to get past the first part because I'd already done the first part. But yeah, I I'm just keep playing it. It's I'm still not sh- quite sure what's going on because before you played, you were oh I can't remember you were like in the void and you were a god and now you're a god woke and it's all like fluffy and I don't understand but I just like because it's little quests and you just pick them up as like because there's no like quest points you just like stumble upon them and then you go and do them and I like that and the, the fact that you don't if you go one way and it's too hard for you you can go back to a um or what they called like um a spirit place where you can travel back and forth to and then go a different way and go back to that place later because it's always one of the 
like fast travel places so I like that because I've done that twice there I went to one place like oh that's too hard leave there or went to another oh no that that's a bit too hard I need to get some more weapons I leave there and now I've stumbled upon this other camp that needs my help for the same area that I'm doing for somebody else so it all comes together and it's all just yeah I like it a lot so I'm gonna play this for now because Kevin keeps taking my PlayStation at night. Yeah, that's mean, isn't it? It is. So I have to, I have to sit over here while he plays on my PlayStation, which I have bought with my own money <laughs> in my chair, just messing the whole area up. It's annoying because he shouts at me because the, the controllers have died. I'm like, put them on charge then but he he doesn't he thinks they just magically it's not charge my playstation out. it's not my kevin i'm not the one that's using it so i'm not gonna know which ones are dead at this rate i'm gonna have to bring my own controller in from out of the garage why have you got a controller you don't even have a playstation out there yeah but i bought this earlier in the year when i had a playstation out here early in the year did you yeah it's my playstation pro controller mm. so i, like I have a playstation pro yeah, and I have a pro controller. I I also have a pro controller. Hmm. That came with the pro. Anyway, that's all I played. You try I did it get <laughs> I did get Nio. Mm. Nio. I Neo, put that yeah, on yeah. No. and then I turned it off. Yeah? Yeah, you I sent I, it back. Not yet. It's still I was gonna go back to because when I did play it, I was very tired. It was I think it was like a Tuesday and Andy's been really ill, so I'm really tired. But I got to like the first like, so there's like you get top of the tower because you start in London. Do you? Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You start in London, in the in a um like a prison kind of thing. Right. And you have to get so you have to get out of there. Then you have to basically get to the top so you can jump out into the Thames. I'm I'm assuming. I'm not sure. You know that big place we we go from Bodine's down to Starbucks and then go around that big yeah, castle big thing. Castles. That's Tower of London, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's where you are. Right, yeah. And you have to escape there. So I, I got out <laughs> You're describing the Tower of London as the place between Bodine's and Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> Those notable landmarks as global I don't know what it's called. Yeah, so I got yeah. I got to the top and I beat like the boss and then this guy your main character looks like a younger witcher and he's Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does, does, he? I'm looking at a picture of him now. Yeah. And um so I got to the top, I killed like the boss, and then this guy came in, told me I was gonna die, and then like reanimated the boss I just killed and then I had to go and kill him again but he was like a lot stronger and I was like I'm too tired for waiting around and dodging so I turned it off and I haven't gone back to it but it I do like it I like I want to play more of that game it's just that that day I was very tired and I just I didn't have the patience for it because that game is like is it Dark Souls and, and yeah. Surge? It's that kind of game where you have to watch for patterns and this, that, and the other. And I was like, I haven't got the patience to keep doing the same thing over and over again. I did, so I did get through the Tower of London. I did get to the top, but I didn't get to go to Japan. So you're basically a samurai who's Irish going to Japan. It's very strange. <laughs> like, you're not, a, you're not 
a, um, a samurai before that. You just, it's weird. I don't quite know the story. But yeah, I was in the Tower of London and I got my uniform and I got to the top. I just tired. So it's still over there now. And I've got like two more weeks off, I think. Yeah, the 12th. So I've got plenty of time to play that and to play Division, because not Division, Divinity, because I think it's a very big game and there's a lot to do. And like you can play this over and over again because you can play with different characters and different classes. So. That's what I'm going to do because I can't think of any games that are out now or No, in it's future. quiet at the minute until probably till the start of February is quiet. And then it'll start coming well, out again. Start fe- what, like, what is out? What is coming? Because there's a lot of st- Well, to be fair, I don't know because there's a lot of stuff coming out on Switch in February. Nah, that's what I'm thinking of. Not, yeah. Yeah. Other I think like, my next game would be Far Cry 5. March, and maybe that um that 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 uh co-op game that I can play with Kevin. Oh prison. Lordy. Supermarket sweet. Oh the 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 one where they're in prison. Yeah. Yeah, another one. Really good. Yeah, 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 that's out in end of March as well. Yeah. yeah. That's not too far off. And I only have that, like Are we? I think we should. Yeah, sure. Ah, okay. Well we'll see. Set a camera up pointing at us both. Oh no, thank you. Yeah, but that's how is to expect us to stream it? You can be on the thing, I'll just be over audio. Yeah, shouting at you. Nonsense. You're mucking around again. <laughs> oh, if I crack my throat, oh no, I haven't. Excellent. Right then, Kevin. Excellent. Or cheat dog, what have you been playing? I can't hear sheep dog very well, so I don't know if he's. Lucky if you. He has... No, it's not lucky. I can hear him, but I can't exactly hear what he's saying. So you missed me get a cramp and then go... Oh, yeah, I remember. I was killing a a lizard. I disappeared for like the first five minutes of your (laughs) thing. She doesn't mean in-game either. Yeah. The whole... The the first part of you talking, I could hear you from the other side of the while I just... Yeah, I was just hopping around in pain. I'm fine now. Are you better? Good. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Are we um, on to uh, the old idiot box now? Or? Yeah, I think we might be. Yeah, sure. Have any any of you watched uh, Hard Sun, the BBC thing what? they were banging on about? Hard Sun. Doesn't sound like the sort of thing I'd watch. No, it's not. It's made by the fella who made Luther. Yeah, I've it, not watched that they, either. They, they went, you've never watched Luther? You're I know what it is, but I've never watched it. That's good, but um, this isn't this isn't good at all. No good. Um, no, the BBC have been banging on about it for weeks, and so I thought, oh, it's about um, two cops uh, are investigating a death, and they find that the guy who died um, discovered some GCHQ MI5 conspiracy that the world's going to end in five years, and they're not really sure why or how or whatever, but the evidence stacks i guess because it creates this whole show but like they make a big deal out of the hook of the world's ending in five years and then they do six episodes where it's just a cop drama and it's really boring and i can't believe how much time and effort they put into marketing this as the best thing ever and it's so basic it's unreal like i'm not recommending it i'd I'd love to hear what people who have seen it think because i've not seen the last one 
but I don't care if that last episode is the best episode of anything ever because the other five are trash, absolute trash. It's just like they'll have a scene where someone's getting murdered because the person who's murdering them has got some weird belief about what hard sun is because that's what the conspiracy is called. And um, he'll like grab a child or a nine-year-old or a basically a young, innocent person and like someone like my wife's like they're gasping and shocked because they're about, oh my God, they're going to kill a child. They can't kill a child. Oh my God, I don't want the child to be killed. And then obviously they get rescued. And it's like, you know, the BBC are never going to do that. So there's no drama. There's no risk to it whatsoever. Um, and it's it's just real boring paint by numbers trash. But everyone's raving about it on Twitter as though it's the best thing the BBC have done in years. Um as well as Luther, this guy has written some really poor episodes of Doctor Who. And really? it seems like he just cast most of the actors as any old trash you could get from Doctor Who. It's like, uh, yeah. I'm really disappointed because it sounded good. Like a show about knowing the world's going to end in five years and dealing with that information. I was kind of like, this is right up my street. But oh, it's just gash, absolute gash. Um, really don't recommend it. So five stars. <laughs> yeah. Four out of five. Um, <laughs> uh, what else has been on this week? I'm trying to think now. I watched the uh, the 200th episode of Modern Family. That's still going. It's yeah. been going for 201 episodes now, apparently. Um, really? Wow. I love that program. I just like, mm. it's always just the same thing, you know, set pieces, loads of randomness. It's entertaining. It feels yeah. like they've, you know, it'll be remembered fondly in the Malcolm in the Middle yeah, family yeah, scrubs. Yeah. You know, there's just a long line of those shows. It'll retire. They'll bring out another show about middle class people. It'll, yeah, keep it keep it coming. Mm. I imagine the the dad from that. Well, I can't remember the actor's name. He's been in films, but I imagine he'll be in the equivalent of Breaking Which Bad dad? in five years' time. But the only dad, Phil. There's two, dude. The old, the old man. Yeah, but they're not. They're not dads. They're the father-in-law of the dad and the brother-in-law of the dad. Phil's the yeah, dad. But, yeah, but he's a guy from Married with Children. Yeah, but he's he's not the dad, is he? He's the father-in-law. Yeah, but he's a bit. But, but he's, he's he's the wife's dad, and the and but, the, but, the but it's it's the gay couple's it's dad. About the Dumphies, and then everyone else is is a satellite to them. They're is the it? family. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. He's yeah, the dad. So. Jay's the granddad. Yeah, I suppose and, you're right. Uh, what's his name? Mitch is the uh, is the brother. Yeah, I suppose so. It'd have been rotated yeah, around him, I suppose. Yeah, they're, they're they're the family. Um, although I only watch it for Jay and Gloria. Their family's the best family. But um, <laughs> I love it. Good. It's very very good. Um, I'm kind of stealing the the whole TV bit, probably as usual, but uh, also very very good. Is Agents of Shield this year is fantastic. Is it? I know it's been getting gradually it's, better in places. Yeah, it's like their best season in in. I mean, it was good last season. Uh, last season was a, a vast improvement on the one before, mm. but this season is ridiculously good um, because the Marvel universe is obviously dealing with where it all is heading to a, a climax war. with the whole... Yeah. They can't carry on in that kind of situation. So this is... They've taken the rather bold decision of 
just sending most of the cast to the future. What? Um, yeah, and then having the first load of episodes are set with them in the future, and then other cast members have kind of caught up with them to uh, right okay. to try and help them out and save them, and it's just. It's just fascinating. It's it's just so good. It's just, it's proper geeky sci-fi stuff in the Marvel universe, rather than in previous years. It's tried to just do the whole inhuman thing and contribute to the universe, and not really, really pulled it off. But last year it was a whole season pretty much set in virtual reality. This season it's all set in the future. It feels like they're actually putting some effort into making this kind of stand on its own feet and just be part of the universe. And um, what I'm I'm guessing, and I guess I could be wrong, but part of my faith in this is that at the end, they'll get back to the present and be part of Infinity War somehow, even if it's only a small part. But um, in terms of writing and episodes and what they're doing, it's it's definitely the best season I've done in ages. Um, and my wife and I are really enjoying it. It's, it's fantastic. Good. Splendid. Me and Anna watched an entire series in a night. Really? We mm-hmm. did. The end of the effing world. <laughs> I've seen on that Netflix. Mention. It was really, really, really good. I don't know how we missed it when it was on Channel 4 last year. It obviously just didn't get any hype then. Uh, but it hit Netflix this week. And um, it was just very, very good. It's about two teenage runaways and their adventures that they get up to when they're... I, don't, I, I can't really say any more without immediately throwing spoilers from the first episode. Um, <laughs> it's just good. Go watch it. It was good enough to hold my attention through eight 20-minute episodes. Nice little self-contained mini-series knocked out in two and a half hours. Um, you said that. I don't know that it was. That's what it says on, on the on the... Synopsis thing on Netflix. What, what did what did what say? End of the effing world. No, no, no. What did Kev say? He wasn't sure it said that it, it was, was that a it comic. Was... Yeah, it, I've just quickly googled it. I think I've spoiled a little bit because uh, a it says it was a comic. B it says they're making a season two. No, um, they can't. Well, the the article I saw was really Netflix. You shouldn't make a season two of this show, but apparently they are. Um, <laughs> it was so, fine how it was. Yeah, so I need to watch it now to find out why they shouldn't, so I can have that opinion. But um, I mean, I don't know. I, we can't. You can't tell me why they shouldn't because I want to know now. But um, it's funny. This, this comic this on Amazon than... to buy new is seven hundred and forty-one pounds. Bargain. Buy two. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's currently in print. So it is a comic. Yeah, but it's just not available anywhere, which is why I couldn't find it when I it. Wow. So I won't be reading that. <laughs> <laughs> Try and find oh, a digital version of it. Comixology. You remember Comixology is a thing that exists. That's worrying. It's probably because it's all over a credit card bill. Kev. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I have a little concern that she knows what it is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's that place you buy uh, food treat- and uh... yeah, it's treatment for comics addiction. That's what it is. We have to we have to pay no, them so that I don't buy comics. And no, it's not on Comicsology either. It stands for chemotherapy or medicine. No, it doesn't. In near, I can't think <laughs> of any more letters. Oh, it is on Comicsology. You just put the initials in: T E O T F W, 
Um, it's nine ninety nine on Comixology. You can't say that number, and you said it all those times wrong. No, no, you mean? face. I might buy this. Can I have ten pounds, Anna? Actually, no. I'd rather I'd rather get a post podcast pizza. Um, <laughs> I don't, I've seen the TV show now. I don't need to read the comic. But the ge- the general gist is the boy is um a, a obsessed with death and wants to find somebody to kill. And he's immediately presented with a girl who wants to run away from her life and asks him to go with her. And he goes because he thinks it'd be a good opportunity to kill her. And it just sort of goes from there. It's Quite awesome. Like How many episodes was it? Eight. Uh, only like 20 minutes. I was hoping you'd say six. Oh, 20 minutes. I can live with that. Yeah, you'll have it done in an evening comfortably. Yeah, I'll watch it tomorrow night then while we're having a house screaming down thing with the, yeah. the girls. Um, Why not? Hmm. Cool. Ooh. I tell you what, oh. I forgot. I, I completely forgot. I've wa- I watched all of season two of Car Share this week. You watch Car Share, anyone? Car Share's yes. brilliant. We it's one of the best share. things that's ever been on TV. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Although, it, it, it nearly broke me watching the, 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 end, the final episode of season two. Why? It's just... Is that the most recent one? Just so yeah, I season, season Oh, two. Peter Kay's car share. Yeah. yeah. Right, sorry. I thought this was the comedian one where they share cars and sing no, and stuff. No, yeah, Peter Kay's, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, the finale was horrific, though. Yeah, it's like you can't end it like that. You cannot end it like that. It is... When is the next lot out? They're not. They're doing one more episode this year. Just what? to tie it out, that's it. Why? Because it, it, they were done it. They were done it this yeah but everyone was outraged of how it ended yeah yeah peter k's an idiot because there's like doing the whole um ricky gervais model of oh you know yeah i don't want to do a season three but ending it like that well they're doing they're doing one more episode mm. to wrap it up well so, yeah. they they need to get together that that ended well, yeah, I, I don't mind if they don't get together as long as they end it but that was weird it was <laughs> Yeah, it was just like, oh, you left me on that cliffhanger and you're going to leave me on that cliffhanger <laughs> for about a year now. I had just assumed they were going to churn out another 10 or whatever and it was going to keep going over time. No. I didn't realise it had finished. They had not it... 10 in total, I don't think. They wasn't the first, yeah. season, only like three episodes. No, the four episodes. So they've made, so they have made 10 total. Them. Six in the first season, four in the second. And it's weird. Wanna, he didn't want to make them. He didn't want to make season two. He got talked oh. into season two. Because he probably had it, um, he had it written in his head as a six-episode thing that was a complete story that was told. Yeah, it was told, and it and it kind of ended, you know, where it did. Yeah. And it weird that we all really like this program about a man and a woman sharing a car and falling in love. That doesn't really seem like <laughs> the kind of thing that the the four of us would be going. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome though. It was all very the songs funny. It was a very funny program. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Right, any more television or movies? No. Because you know what that means. Um, I'm trying to convince my my daughter to see the new Pixar film tomorrow. Oh, yes. And she's insistent on seeing the new Jumanji film, which apparently apparently it's really good. good. It is good, but Coco. Yeah. Coco was one of the best 
Pixar films ever. See, and because I've convinced my son, just I'm being tight, because it will save me about 35 quid, I'm convincing him we should stay home and watch Pokemon films on Netflix and stuff. Um, So I'm kind of in two minds. Like, I think if she saw Coco, she'd be happier. But part of me is like, yeah, watch Jumanji. You know, it's probably all right. It's probably quite good fun. But Coco is probably, you know, memorable. And I'd rather watch that with her when the time comes. Um, We sent a little text out to all the mums saying, do you mind if we take your kids to see a 12A film? Um, Part of me was like, I hope they say no, so they have to see Coco. But I think two of the three have said, yeah, that's fine. So I think they're seeing Jumanji. But... I feel well, like Coco's be alright, but yeah, Coco, yeah. I, I would rather see Coco than Jumanji. It's Pixar, isn't it? So it's going to be it's going to be at least eight or nine out of ten. Um, but it, a lot a lot of people are raving about this film because it came yeah. out in America before Christmas, and people are saying this is the best. This is this is up there with Toy Story for the for the best Pixar awesome. film. Awesome. Yeah, it looks good. Oh. I've not seen it yet. Yeah, I know people hate me talking about stuff I've not seen yet, but. Uh... It does look very good. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> right, um, I believe it is Comics O'Clock. Anna, are you sticking around for Comics O'Clock? No. You know, I, I wanted no. you to. I wanted you to repeat what you said to me the other night when you saw what I was reading. Oh, which is what? Um. Don't you recall that there was a particular comic that you looked over that I was reading in bed on my iPad and you told me I wasn't allowed to read it anymore? No. Okay. I was probably sleeping. Yeah, you said um, that you could handle superheroes, you didn't mind Batman, you didn't mind me watching wrestling, but you you didn't want me lying in bed next to you reading The Flintstones. (laughs) Which which Flintstones? The new Flintstones. The the new Flintstones. (laughs) New Flintstones is amazing. Yeah, I I, I remember that now. I I was like, what? What couldn't you possibly be reading? That's that bad. It's really good. It is fantastic. I've only read the first four. It wasn't that. It was the fact that that, um, Fred was sitting on... Is it... Is it... Betty is is the other one's wife, and he yeah. was sitting on her knee, and I couldn't understand why. And then I was like, "Why are you reading Flintstones?" It was like <laughs> because it's brilliant. Yeah, but you're regressing, and it's just the modern Stone no. Age family. It's, no, it's this is not a, this, Anna. Anna, this is not a kids comic. Oh no. no, because the other week I saw you one that had males doing males, and now you're. What? Yeah, it was. It was from your. I think that was in the Wicked and the Divine. There was. Yeah, it was from your thing, Pab. So there was like Mando, and I was like, okay, it's a bit weird. And then a few weeks later, he's looking at a children comics. It is not a. I promise you, the the new (laughs) version, the new Flintstones comic, is absolutely not for kids. Uh, I I can't remember if it was four or five of them I read, and it, it, it's just hilarious. It's so clever and good. Then they go to like the, the the bowling club or whatever it is, or the caribou club that they go to is like for PTSD war veterans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, there was like a whole thing about Fred and Wilma wanted to get married, going nuts because they don't believe in monogamy. They're yeah, trying it's to much more. Basically, people. 
modern satire but through it's it's the most perfect kind of satire because they're showing how ridiculous all of the current modern issues are by taking them back to the stone age and making the and just playing opposite world with them so there 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 was a whole bit about the war when the when the cavemen people would were supposed yeah. to try to attack them, but they were never attacking, and they had to defend against them. And was it a justified, justifiable war? And then there's the whole stuff about well, people shouldn't marry. There's no, why? Why would anyone get married? Um, and then they had Adam and Steve knocking about as well, and <laughs> that, yes. talk about whether Adam and Steve should be allowed to get married. And they've just—it's just so cleverly done. It's absolutely brilliant. I've read both volumes of it. Really? Um, I can't believe this is a this is it. That's it. It's just twelve issues. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're imagine done. they would. I imagine they would. I didn't sell one. Well, I don't think. Yeah. But it was. I mean, it's so good. I don't know how I missed it. it came out in twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. It was in the Comicsology sale, and I just went for it because I'd heard good things, and I was very much not disappointed. It was just absolutely brilliant. If you get the opportunity to pick up the new. DC Flintstones from 2016. You look at the cover of it, and it's Fred Flintstone drawn not in cartoon style. Mm. So then you know it's the right one. But Ken, and... you might want to check out Scooby Doo Team Up. I've not read this one, but Scooby Doo with Batman and Robin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Anna, yeah. Don't just type goodbye. Say goodbye to the listeners. Yeah, but you lot of going on about Flintstones and Scooby Doo. I just wanted to leave you to yeah. it. So, but you still have to say goodbye to everybody. Don't yeah, but be rude. So where where can people find you on the internet? I'm everywhere. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Snapchat. You tell them how to find you in these <laughs> places. I'm you not just sure have to come and look for you. <laughs> yeah, I've got so many different names, but I am on all of them somewhere. You're really not going to tell them how to find you. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, I'm at Miss Lelujo. That'll I'm do. On. I don't know because I like Instagram now. I'm Instagramming everything. Like I just Instagram my game because it looks really pretty. My Instagram is uh, I still don't know. Anna Lelouch, isn't it? I think on there. Is it? I don't know. I don't even know. You know. It's well, I'm sure they'll find name. you. I think it's like Anna underscore Lelouch. There you go. Splendid. There you underscore go. Underscore it. Well, bye bye then, Anna. Toodle you, Anna. Bye. Talk to me about Scooby Doo. Yes. Well, it, it's Scooby Doo with Batman and Robin. It's called Scooby Doo Team Up. And, and uh, that's, they... not, that's not a new one, though, is it, Sheepdog? It is, isn't it? No, I mean it is, but it's, it, is it is it the the, the gritty reboot of Scooby Doo with Batman and Robin? Yeah, I think so. It's the right. twenty a year. I'm guessing sixteen because it's got a lot of volumes. I just googled it quickly. Um, bloody hell, it's got like 60-odd volumes. Is that the newest one? That's not the new. That, that's look, not, that's if not if we're looking reboot. at a gritty reboot, I suggest that Scooby Apocalypse, isn't it? Yeah, Scooby Apocalypse. Ah, that, that, yeah. That's, that's the one. Uh, like, written stuff. by Jim Lee, amongst <laughs> other people, uh-huh. on a Scooby-Doo comic. Is this the same sort of premise, then? Scooby Apocalypse, yeah. They did a whole... I've got most of them. They did a whole Hanna-Barbera reboot. Yeah, DC, they did. Because um, I've got, I've got the, the Space Ghost one. No, what's it called? Jo- Johnny Quest one. There's a Wacky Races one. Uh, Scooby-Doo and... <laughs> what's, a wa- what's a gritty version of Wacky Races? Are they just... Uh... It's, it's like Mad Max. Oh, wow. I'll have to read that. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, there's apparently they they brought out dastardly and Muttley as well, and did all oh, surprise from November they was they started the Jetsons. There you go. That'd be like a uh, post-apocalyptic dystopian <laughs> future. I don't know. I don't know what they did, but they, they've, they've rebooted all of these these Hanna Barbera cartoons into into these like weird like alternate takes on on the on the comics. It's great. It'd be worth doing a, a volume one of the Jetsons just because you could use the first four pages with the opening title sequence. You could meet George Jetson. Yeah. <laughs> His boy Elroy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just have yeah, that would cover about five pages. And then just have him argue with his boss. Job done. The Jetsons was good. Although it was set in nowadays, wasn't it? Where's my flying car? Yeah, I'm afraid they got that wrong, really, predicting that in the 60s, whenever they put it out. 80s. You know what they did there, Pab? They shut the bed. Um, yeah. We're saying they got it wrong. Perhaps we got it wrong by not developing that stuff. That's a good point. They did, we didn't follow up. We didn't follow up it seems research. like they got it right, and we just got lazy. Mm. Yeah, that sounds more like it. Well, maybe they promised so much, we all just got, you know, we took it for granted. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Anyway, go on, Kev. Um, the other thing I read, I'm not. Did I talk about New Frontier last? New Frontier. Sounds like I didn't. Um, I, this is another thing that I picked up in the Comicsology um, Christmas sale for like pennies, like two quid maybe for the whole thing. Um, this is a masterpiece that I now want to get in the hardback just to put on my shelf. Um, it Darwin Cook wrote and um, drew it, drew I believe, yeah. um, and it basically is. It feels a lot like a, a precursor to the DC bombshells. It's set in that set. It's set shortly after the war. Oh yes, and it go. It has this really awesome gimmick of it's telling the story from the end of the Justice Society and superheroes becoming illegal and having to go underground, all the way through to the start of the Justice League. But it in, it follows a timeline from the late fifties through to the sort of mid sixties and introduces the characters to the New Frontier storyline at the time when they first appeared in the comics. So Superman and Wonder Woman already exist, and they're working for the US government because they were around before. Batman's hovering around in the background as well. But then the other heroes, they start to appear as they started to appear in the comics. So you have Martian Manhunter making his way to Earth. You have the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan getting his his ring and his lantern, and the Flash... Uh, learning from the previous Flash, who was banned and wasn't allowed to. So you've got Barry Allen learning off of what's-his-face, whose name escapes me at the moment. Jane Garrett. Yeah, him. And it's just really, really, really well done, telling all the stories, all nicely intertwined, showing how the they went from being the the big massive heroes to public enemy number one to, okay, the, there's a big thing going on. We need you lot to come back. And we need the new ones and we need you all to work together. And it's one of the few Green Lantern focused stories that I've ever enjoyed. Because I would say probably if I had to pick the protagonist of the whole thing, it's Hal Jordan. And I don't really like him and I don't really like Green Lanterns, but this is well done. And Mm -hmm. it's just very, very good. The Martian Manhunter parts are brilliant as well. Have you read Blackest Night? I have not. Because that's, I, when you just said then, you kind of got my back up slightly because, uh, oddly, the best DC comics I've read have been Green Lantern stories. I think the art is mental in them. It's, it's, uh, Wicked and Divine level 
artwork. Um, Blackest Night is one of those. Um, I'd, I'd suggest researching. I think I've it. got it. I've got it. I bought it for like three quid at some point. It's on my yeah. shelf. Um, What's I this think, one called I think This is New Frontier. I think I made Pab buy it as well. We were both down in Forbidden Planet, I think. What's that? And Blackest Night. I'm no, sure I did, we both I chose not to buy it. I remember you forced <laughs> I it said, on me. Sheep, I chose not to. Dog's been harping on about this recently. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, do I think that. I read it on like a boring train journey. And yeah, you did. Um, I don't know if I've got New Frontier actually in my pile of shame or whether it was one on my list that I never actually received. But Well, you um, need to get your, your paws yeah. on it. Because Green Knight does have some good stories. He's just badly handled and he's got it's, some... You even get worthy. Batman getting his changed costume as he moved on throughout the 60s. You have it's, you have the reason Martian Manhunter looked the way he did in the 60s compared to where he looks now. That's all explained. It's just... Now he's dead yeah. now. Well, Who, what? Okay, further on. Now when <laughs> this came out. Oh, right. Um, but why he, why he looked the way he did back then compared to how he looked, say, in the 80s and 90s i'm still feeling some sort of fanboy mythishness that he doesn't exist anymore and cyborg is still floating around us this tedious well that's the other thing because it's set in the 60s and there's no cyborg to be found uh, here's your here's your justice league origin story <laughs> yeah it does bother this. me and in, in actual fact this could have been a really cool way to do it in the movies if there was a way if there'd have been a way to bring this up to date, which a lot of the storyline stuff is very much focused on um, Cold War kind of storylines because of when it was all happening. So you couldn't tell this exact story, but the premise of it, where you've got Batman, Superman and Wonder Woman already exist in this world, but they've had to go underground or work for the government one way or the other. And then you need to then bring in these characters one by one to build this bigger team to fight the big bad. They could have easily done that in the movies because they already had Batman and Superman established. They could have established Wonder Woman the way they did anyway. And that would have explained why Batman's a thousand years old in the film. <laughs> Kingdom Come's a good one uh, for, yes. for following everyone being a bit old. And... Yeah, yeah I've got that on my shelf yeah. as well. I think oh, Vimes I sent me that. I um I read that. it's weird. I certain comic books stand out for me because I read the uh, the other one we mentioned with the Blackest Night on a on a long train journey up north. I read Kingdom Come when Claire was heavily pregnant, Kirsty, sorry, and uh, I was sleeping in a spare room and I just lay there one night reading Kingdom Come all night and uh, it was just like this is so good, you know. I I actually said to her, I might sleep in there more often. I kind of got through quite a lot of comics um <laughs> but kingdom comes another one yeah like you say that just it covers off a lot of that stuff about the heroes and modernizing bits and questioning bits and yeah splendid what have you crazy kids been perusing um i'm reading one at the moment it's it it annoys me that i've read it i, I said last week didn't i it was a super sons one about uh trying to kill superman's son and um, i read a bit more yes. of that there's yeah. one more bloody part to it and um i'm waiting for it to come out and i keep thinking it's out and then it doesn't come out it's just an advert telling me about it um but that story i've read a couple more of them in the past week and um yeah it's playing out really well i think that'll be a cool sort of standalone you know they'll do a trade of that eventually probably um that's been really good uh, I, I haven't read it yet, but I got uh, the Judas contract through the ti uh, Teen Titans story. Right. It's supposed to be their best story of all the stories. Um, 
I basically a long time ago wrote in like best DC trade paperbacks, best Teen Titans story, best this, that, and the other story. Um, and this is supposedly their best one. Um, eBay sent me a £10 off if I spend £30 voucher. So I spent £20 on stuff my wife wanted and then went, I'll just uh, put this voucher in and get a free comic and got Judas contract through. So I'm excited to read that. Um, I'm up to speed on Giant Days. I think it was 34. So much recent one. Have you read that, Kev? Um, I wasn't listening. What? Giant Days 34. Um, I read the new one that came out last week or whenever it was. So, yes, I've read it. The Pub Crawl. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do anything? I don't want to spoil it for Powerball, the listener, but they're not going to do anything stupid with that, are they? Um, What, the ending? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd be Um, disappointed if they did. (laughs) I don't. It'll be an interesting thing to see what happens. Yeah, I was kind of like, it doesn't really feel like it's the kind of comic that would do something dramatic. I love they should. Yeah, I suppose you're right. I love the fact that um, they did a whole comic based around two characters and then on one page, like 75% of the way through, they just just had a one page of the other characters like colouring in a colouring book. Um, That was very cool. Yeah. Because I was just starting to wonder, where are they? Yeah, I, it's exactly the same for me. I was just there like, is this really just them two for an entire comic? But it's great. Um, trying to think what else. I finished the Death comic that I mentioned last week, which was amazing. Really enjoyed that. Um, I seriously wish you would get into Sandman, but I don't know if it, I also don't know if it'd be your thing. I bought um, volume one on the, on the Comixology Christmas sale. I bought quite a few bits. I got Phonogram, which I've wanted for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I got the first volume of Sandman. Um, I got Day Tripper. I got Death Vigil. I got Black Science. I got Descender. There's a few, but these were all like two quid. Yeah. So I just filled my boots and just bought a whole load of stuff. The thing that worries me most, and the reason why I don't think you'll like it, is it hard. It's, it's hard going sometimes. Like it, it has these amazing moments. I feel like what happens with reading that is I start reading and I think, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, shut up. And then I read it a bit more and I'm like, oh, that was amazing. Like, this is the best thing ever. I need to read more. And then I read through more and I enjoy it. And I finish it and I get this kind of glow of just, that was amazing. But then I start the next one and I just think, oh, get lost, you pompous idiot. Like, ugh. And I, I, I stopped reading it for like 10 weeks and then I, re- and I pick it up because I spent money on it and I finish it and I think it's amazing again and I, I just do that every time and I think that's I guess that's just his style it's like hit and miss there's just certain bits of it so I don't know what you'll think you might be able to be an adult and just read all the way through and judge it at the end but I kind of you know if I had a fireplace in my house I'd probably have bought three copies of these books because I'd have just thrown it into them and then Bought another one and read it. If I, um, I love them though, I've got them all, and <laughs> it's like my favourite. But uh, there's just certain times when I'm just like, Ugh. um, I think that's everything I've I've done this week. But no, I mean, I want you to, to read it so you can either validate it or or just criticise it in the same way I do. That it's great. My instinct it's is to criticise it just because it will feel like I'm criticising you. <laughs> it's been appearing a lot in um, in the latest DC stuff, the Dark Metal stuff. Sandman's been a lot of that. 
because it's all about the whole universe and the way it all ties together. They can't really not. That's leading into a massive launch of new characters, isn't it? This whole metal thing. Is it really? They're launching a whole range of new new superheroes. They're all. I think they start at the end of this month. I was reading about it the other day. I forget what the what it was called, but it looks like they've just got a whole load of all the Marvel ones that they don't already have equivalents of. They're now getting equivalents of. So there's one Mm -hmm. who just looks like the Hulk. There's a team that looks like the Fantastic Four. Um, Hold on, I'm just googling it now to try and. They do have an advert at the end of every one that was like DC Showcase. The or new age like of DC heroes. Um, yeah, Dark Metal, uh, Dark Knight's Metal is the lead up to the new age of superheroes event, um, which starts in January. There's um, Damage, the Silencer, which is just a Black Widow Punisher crossover by the looks of it. They're bringing back Sideways, Mr. who looks like Spider Man. They've got the Terrifics, um, which has got Mr. Terrific in. But I was going to say they look like the Fantastic Four. Mister, yeah, they do. I've just brought it up. Mister Terrific um, was one that surprised me because in Arrow he's like a character in the TV show, um, and I'd never really seen him in the comics. And then he came back from another dimension to help one of the characters out in this. Um, but it's... they have put some proper superstar teams on these books. Just looking at some of the creators involved, there's John Romita Jr., Dan Didio. Um, Jeff Lemire, Jim Lee, James Tyne in the fourth. They've Scott Snyder in their their full superstar team of creators towards launching these new characters on new books. It's interesting that they because this seems well, it is separate from uh, Rebirth and all of that. It's like they they're making the odd decision to split it all apart and. Hmm. <laughs> the silencer just sounds like the Punisher, doesn't it? And um, looks like a female Punisher. You've got yeah, yeah. Damage. <laughs> damage looks like the Hulk. Sideways looks like Spider-Man. The Terrifics yeah. of the Fantastic Four. It is well, weird what they've so they're done. bringing back Plastic Man, who just looks like, Miss, is it Mr. Fantastic in the... Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Pla- Plastic Man um, has been making me laugh in, in, I think it's Dark Metal that he's in, because he's just an egg. He just got hurt at some point or another. And it's just been a plastic egg through the entire uh, Dark Metal story. Um, I don't know how many more comics it's got to go, but where I am now, they're just, I think, I can't remember who it is. It might be um, Green Lantern and somebody else are just are just in space in a ship with this plastic egg. And I'm just reading it thinking, why are you, why is Mr. Plastic an egg? He's been dead for 15 years in, in the comics. Um, they just seem to have written him back in as an egg. I don't really get it at all, but <laughs> but I can see in the picture that it is just like you say, the Fantastic Four. Um, I'm I want to see. So I've been playing. I've still played DC Legends religiously, and because I I figured out how to do well at it, one of my strongest characters in that is Lobo. And I want to see him in more comics. He was in, um, oh, what was he in? Balls. He was in one of the Superman stories where a lot of the grey characters that are bad, but turn, you know, like Harley Quinn has turned good and Poison Ivy has turned good. Well, this guy's also turned good. And um, 
apparently he's banned from the afterlife and can't die and he calls everyone bistaches or whatever, some weird swear word that is rubbish and it's really cringy, but as a character he seems quite cool. Um, so I'm hoping he gets more. I, I imagine he was probably in the last run of DC's attempts to release a load of the new ca- characters. He feels a bit like that. It does um, seem a weird thing for them to be doing though when they've got Rebirth still going on and the whole we still don't know what that was all about and they're now mm-hmm. throwing this whole wave of new heroes that i don't know i'm a dc man and i'm looking at this thinking i like the look at some of the creators that are on it but i can't see a single book here that looks original and exciting yeah i mean they've it's... even got the the immortal man who has um he's a meta human with a healing factor and swords on his back <laughs> and i'm just i mean seriously what are they thinking wow well the right i'm reading there's a secret history to the dc universe of humanity from shallows since the dawn of time heroes who can live forever enter the immortal men the team headed by the immortal man and they've waged a secret war against the House of Conquest. But look at the look at a picture of the. Yeah, no, I am. Man. I am. He looks like Deadpool without a mask on. Yeah, well, he looks like uh, what's his name? Well, other than Deadpool, but not. Hang on, no, I thought you said what's his name? Yeah, Deadpool's Luke? the Marvel guy. Yeah, I'm thinking of the dead thingy. You're thinking of Deathstroke. Deathstroke. I was like dead, dead again. Yeah, he looks like Deathstroke as well without a mask on. Who is Deadpool? With a mask on, <laughs> it's the same mask. Even the picture they use in uh, in DC Legends. It, every time I look at it, I laugh that that De- Deadpool and Deathstroke are the same. But when death- I first read about this, I thought this must be a gag because they're all so blatantly ripped off of Marvel. But then Marvel have done the same, haven't they? They've had, they had their whole uh, new characters. What was that weird one? Yeah, they but they did? didn't they didn't re- release um, Bat Young Adult. And you know <laughs> they didn't have a Wonder you say Woman. That, but they they kind of just went um, penisless Iron Man, penisless Thor. Uh, Gal- yeah, that's different. They're ripping themselves off. Yeah. They're they're trying to freshen up their own. What was their character? The, the girl who goes around with a giant T Rex dragon thing that that was weird. Thing. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's Is it good? Because it looks weird. Yeah, it's really good. The point is, though, that DC have just gone through the Marvel range and said, right, we haven't got one. Get one of these. Yeah, but they all have that, don't they, to be fair? I'm not trying to be fanboy. They don't do eight in one go. No, you're right. And pretend they're innovating. (laughs) Does does this seem to coincide with Brian Michael Bendis going over to DC from Marvel? (laughs) Do you reckon he's just taken all the stories he wrote for those characters and has just gone yeah just need a new I, name for this one and we've got a full story here i wrote a good punisher Maybe. story let's just let's just make it penis as punisher <laughs> try yeah. saying that fast I, I couldn't even say it slow i'm interested to see how it turns out but i'm gonna need yeah. you i'm gonna need you people to read it for me because i don't want to <laughs> pay for it yeah. general america that's who i'd have made Sideways is the most blatant one. Corporal look, at pic- look at a picture of Sideways. Just you tell me that's him. not Spider-Man. What's it called again? DC? DC. <laughs> the Unexpected New- is just a Lady Thor. Yeah, it's New Age <laughs> of DC Heroes or something. But Sideways 
is abs. I mean, you just colour it in differently, and that is Spider Man. Josh, I was about to say he's not on the list, but I found him during the events of the Dark Knight's Metal. High school junior Derek James accidentally fell through a rift into the dark matter dimension. Don't worry about the story. Look at a picture of him. Yeah. Yeah, Now as sideways, he can create rifts in midair to leap through dimensions at will. But with much power becomes great liability. It does not say that. It does. It does. And tears are starting to form in the fabric of space-time continuum. Oh, that's mad. (laughs) They're doing it on purpose, surely. Well, yeah. yeah, that confirms it, doesn't it? I'll link you to show you I'm not just. No, I'm looking at it now. No, no, yeah. I'm on the DC website. <laughs> yeah, now I, now I see they are doing it deliberately. I wonder what they're up to. But the unexpected is Lady Thor. They're just. Uh, yeah, they're uh, all. They all have a Marvel equivalent that isn't even attempted to be hidden. Wow. Yeah, that's well, insane. Let, let's see what they do because there's no there's no original. <clears throat> well, let's see where they work with it. Yeah. The Curse of Brimstone. That sounds like cringy. Wow. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> anyway. Ab, what have you been reading this week? Have you been reading well, Sideways? It's, it's, no, it's that time again. We need a jingle for this. It's the, the Brian K. Vaughan section. Ah, excellent. Vaughan. There you go. Thanks, Sheepdog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've read Volume 8 of Saga. Splendid. Saga continues to be seen. This isn't like up to date, up to date, is it? Volume eight. No, but I've not read it, so spoil it, and I'll break your ears. No, no, I'm not going to think it. I'm not going to spoil it. But that, I'm not. So I'm not completely up to date, am I? Either is what I'm saying. I don't no, think. I think they've got single issues out again now, haven't they? <clears throat> yeah. You're introduced to a whole a new plethora of characters. Um, centaurs. Centaurs, is it the horse people? You know what I mean? Well, centaurs are more half bull, mate. But you know, the half no, the the half horse no, but bottom half horse, top half human. Actually, yeah. I'm thinking of minotaurs. Yeah, forgive minotaurs. me, Pab. <laughs> yeah, um, first page. I mean, the first page, literally, the first page you turn to, uh, there is an owl dressed like a sheriff, um, <laughs> with with a tone with, with like a welcome sign that says "Welcome to abortion town." Nice. Um, so yeah, it goes from. If you Google the phrase "owl sheriff," there are a lot. There Isn't are a it? lot of pictures of sheriff owls. There's one that says it's all about the swagger. Good, <laughs> it should be. Um, so yeah, this this just moves the story on again. I, I don't I can't want to really say much about spoiling it. Um, but it's really good again. It's, I've read it in like what a day again, as I as I have been doing with. Took me twenty four hours to read. Well, no, it, it took me like an evening to read, if that. Um, you know, about eighteen hours. He traces over all the pictures to learn to draw the characters because <laughs> he's going to release his own unique new comic. Soon I wish at DC. I wish. <laughs> I wish I could do that. You um, just call it a gas and tell the whole story backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the other thing I've read, also by Brian K. Vaughan, is Sheepdog's Christmas Present he got me, which is Swamp Thing. Hey. Is it good? I'm, I've not read all of it. I've read about two thirds of it, and it is bizarre. <laughs> it is bizarre. Um, so Swamp Thing. What do you think Swamp Thing is about? When when I said Swamp Thing, what would you expect it to be about? Swamp, oh, Swamp Thing. Thing yeah. yeah, Swamp Thing isn't in this. What? What? <laughs> 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 I, 
I've seen Swamp Thing once in this comic, and it's in a flashback. <laughs> what on earth is it about then? It's about his daughter. Okay. It is. It is. It's that is odd then. It's odd and weird. And Swamp Thing had a had a child with a human woman. Um, and Swamp Thing is part of like the like a, a garden universe, like a the, the nature universe. And there is a, there is like a there's like two universes in this world, like the human world and the the nature world, and so she's human part world plant. Is a myth. Sorry, I was just quoting Sebastian. Oh, so 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 there's like two worlds, and she's like half and half, and but she's been she's been made in the in the garden world, as it were, in the nature world, to be the destroyer of of man. Because man are, just, man are artificially destroying the the nature, you know, with like bulldozing forests and what have you, stuff like that. So it's 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 weird because, like I say, it initially started. I didn't, I couldn't follow it at first until it all of a sudden clicked in. Uh, probably about a third of the way through, I wasn't following what was going on because it starts off with the story of this this other young girl who who was in a coma on death's door, which you, have, you you don't find this out until later on. But it's just this story. It's a young, young girl who's in high school who finds a boyfriend kissing some other girl, and she and then she turns into this blonde-haired girl who is who is Tefe, I think your name is, who is Swamp Thing's daughter. But then you realise that Swamp Thing and his wife got Constantine... So Constantine's in this briefly to yeah. sedate his daughter to stop her from killing the world and put her into this this other girl's body who was dying and make her brainwash her into thinking she is this other child. Um, but she she sort of like a memory comes back to her and she just she kind of goes on a bit of a rampage at first, but then I don't know it's 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 weirdly fascinating. It is strange because there is, like I say, at no point there is any swamp thing, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm kind of confused. As to, it's kind of misleading me, and I kind of want to see mm-hmm. how far this goes without a swamp thing being in it at all. Because it's completely about about his daughter and how his daughter is trying to fight the urges that she's been trained to do, just to destroy man. But like I say, she kind of the humanity side of her is she's trying to help the humans as well. Um. And it's weird. It's weird. It feels like an older book from Brian K. Vaughan. I think it is. Um, yeah, it looks pretty it, old. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not on the same level as Saga or Paper Girls or anything like that. But you can kind of tell it. It's, it is Brian. You can tell it's by Brian K. Vaughan at the same time. <laughs> so it's it's weird, but really good as, as well. Um, so I'll finish it and see where we go with it. If there's any more volumes, I'll probably get that as well because it's. Because I actually want to see something at some point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that is all I've, I've read. I've, I wanted to try and finish it tonight, but I've, there's just too much of it to read tonight. So I have to wait till next week. But that's your lot. Splendid. Are we done then? Can I uh, can I go to bed? It's half past midnight. Yeah, I know. I believe you can. I, an well, hour and a half. I'm doing a quiz. <laughs> well be, uh, before before we go just make sure you all head over to that there Twitter um, you can follow us at MGUK Podcast or you can follow me at Lelujo 
I'm at RB6K. And I'm at Pub1986. There's also Facebook, facebook.com slash Mature Gamer Podcast. Plus, Kev, that's me, has YouTube stuff, lujo.fm. It's just delicious. And I write at sheepdogwrites.com. Good. And Pab Bangs Tables. Yes. <laughs> at pabbangs.com. That's a different site entirely. <laughs> See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.